it's Kimberly and Miranda with Tipsy Mystics. We are chatting today about all sorts of fun things. There's very exciting news. Um, the last time we talked, we were sick of waiting. All we were doing was waiting, 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 waiting. And now we have some news. Now, Miranda, talk to us about your news while I drink my Pellegrino. That's making me tipsy. Well, the moment we've all been waiting for, <laughs> one, for Pellegrino to make us drunk, um, and two, I finally had an offer accepted on my house, the one I designed back in 1850. You designed the house. Yeah. I made sure a woman lived in it for 40 years and maintained it, right? Okay. Took great care of it right? Was the steward until I could come into form in this life in 2020 <laughs> and purchase it from her. Bad ass. <laughs> this is the house that was already pretty much almost done. There's just a tiny bit of work for you to do on it. So you still get your little challenge as far as redoing kitchens and bathrooms, which honestly is the only fun part anyway. Yeah. The personal personalization you know let's yeah. get a pretty kitchen and some beautiful wallpaper and molding and just give her a little bit refreshed personality and so we you were saying you know why i don't this was a couple episodes ago maybe four you know where we i just ready for something to come along and something to work out and yeah we talked about how this particular house came to you and it was not what you expected at all. Not what I expected at all. I expected a big project that nothing would be, you know, that I needed to do so much work on it to make it my own, that it was going to take so much time, blah, blah, blah. How symbolic is that? How symbolic. And what's funny is this house has been literally on the market since I had my pre-approval. Like it's been there the whole time just like like slowly like going down in price down in price and i was going up in trust right at the same time till we like finally met at the right spot um and i was thinking about this and i know i i said it to you but i really was like i at the beginning of this process and even like a month ago or couple weeks ago, I was not, I would not have handled this as at all. I would have been a total mess and I would have just You're said. You're talking like 14 days, you are a completely different person. Yeah, truly, truly. Like just the level of like, okay, I'm going to trust that this is all good. Not that I didn't have some stress and annoyance and have some wine but it was it was a totally different experience and I just I don't think I would have um been able to handle it even just when they countered again not at all what I thought that that would be the problem with the counter yeah like, totally out of the blue like they didn't like my loan not oh we don't like your price or this, like literally nothing. They even told my agent, they were like, oh my God, we love her. I wrote a little letter and they were like, oh, we both love her letter so much. She sounds so wonderful. Like, 
but no, not to that loan. You can't have it. See, that's when you know the universe is fucking with you. It is. And you know what I had to do? I had to stop and not overreact and not freak out and be like, well, fuck it. Don't, I won't take it then. You know what I mean? Like if I can't do it my way, it's the highway. Um, I just had to realize and look from their perspective and realize that there was a lot of fear for them. And what could I do as the one who trusts, who has no fear, who knows that this is going to work out, right? I know this loan is going to go through, right? Wow. I trust that. My trust is enough. My mortgage advisor, my um, real estate agent, like we trust it. We have, we're not lacking. It's just the um, seller's agent and maybe the seller, but I think it, were just, it was just the agent. Um, it's just old school and she'd never heard it before. Shocker. Like, I'm not accepting anything new. This is scary. Yeah. So you were at the, like the, the receiving end of that mm -hmm. fear. Exactly. It out this time you got the example of getting that fear back. Thrown yeah. You. And so now where you are, your stage of development, you can say, I don't have the fears that this woman has. And so I'm going to show her what it's like to not have fear. Mm-hmm. So I just went back and said, okay, if my loan doesn't go through, I promise I'll go with the old school way. It helps eliminate their fear. And, and, you know, it doesn't, I don't, there, it's almost like a non-issue to me because I know mine's going to go through. Exciting stuff. Now, okay. We have to talk about some serious things. Yeah. Can you have swans there? No, there's no body of water. Can you make a body of water? Like, can you dig a pond in the back? So when originally when I was looking at, I was at the other house with the pond, that pond wasn't even big enough for swans. Oh. They have to be pretty big to house a swan. And it's really scary because in Pennsylvania, they can kill them if they walk off your property. Anyone so can like kill them. They can kill like yes. an errant swan. Yes. So the swan takes off over the fence and then they're fair game for like- Yeah. How do you tell a swan that they can't go anywhere? Here's the thing we got to talk about. You said in an earlier episode, you were going to manifest a black and a white swan. So now- Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Or is that something you're still going to do? How creative can you get about manifesting a swan in some form somewhere we'll see i was thinking some wallpaper i did find some very pretty swan wallpaper that might look great in my powder room now see now there's a way that you made everything work out for everyone mm -hmm. right? can't have swans which you know i don't particularly love it so judgy grumpy they're grumpy how would you like it if somebody said that about your spiders Everybody hates spiders, but, <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm so used to people hating spiders that I'm like, all right, well, you know, you can totally hate spiders. They're my friends. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to, I looked up this weekend. I'm going to maybe adopt some online. I think you just, you just send money to a random person and hope that they use it for swans, but. <laughs> and so you have like your own adopted swan. Do they do yeah. artwork or something? You, there's at least two newsletters. Okay. There's like an e-newsletter and a printed newsletter. Is it printed like, do they use like a, 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 a footprint? Like they dip the swan's foot in ink? No, it's a, it's a newsletter. 
I'm just saying it could be personal. I don't know if the swans are writing the newsletter. Not writing it. I'm just saying like putting <laughs> their swan art. Mark, their I don't know. I, I didn't investigate it too much. Okay, well, I'll have you said to. You were going to manifest swans, and and I'm okay. not bully you on it, but I want to. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to continue to revisit things that we said were our desires, and basically, see, are they still our desires? And you have crickets again. Oh, sorry, my window's no, open. Crickets are good news. Crickets are good luck. Jiminy. Jiminy Cricket. Oh, that's against the law now, I think, or something, isn't it? That whole movie. Against the law? Something they like. Pinocchio? Oh, was it Pinocchio or was it? Never mind. We're gonna... Literally every Disney movie that's older is fucked up. I, know. I watched. You saw the stuff they put, the Easter eggs and stuff they put in there. Go on. Sorry. I watched um, Dumbo couple years maybe two three years ago i got it for my niece and nephew what <laughs> were they were they awake or were they asleep the people that were creating this stuff so you usually have one or the other i don't even know it was just like why is this entertaining beyond the fact that like dumbo and his big old floppy flying ears are adorable which yeah. is clearly all we focused on when we were little because I had no idea. And I watched it now and I was like, this is <laughs> like, it's just sad and sad and sad and sad. Yeah. A lot of symbolism that goes into those things because they're created by humans that, you know, that are living on another level through symbolism and they're providing a service for the people who are watching them. So I remember a cartoon from when I was a kid, it was like, it was one of those like Looney Tunes ones, but it wasn't Bugs Bunny. It was one of the other guys. And it had these two Southern guys that looked like ZZ Top with the beards. <laughs> you remember the hillbilly guys? Yeah. And I, and I watched it later on, you know, in my grown up years. And I watched one and this hot woman walked by and both of their beards just stood out straight. Oh my God. <laughs> how many times have i watched that cartoon and i never recognized no clue beard hard-ons but i will say children's movies these days are amazing i took i took them to the theater to see um abominable last year kid movie about the, an abom a young abominable snowman snow monster that like escapes from captivity. They are scientists as the Jew were experimenting on him. Um, and you know, some girl, young girl finds him and takes care of him. And then like she and her cousin help him like get back to, um, I'm an idiot, what mountains? They're in like China. Anyway, go back to the, to find his mom. And he's obviously magical and he has this energy. It's just like the energy that he feels and he, and he like makes fruit like fly and they have, they like fly on these like giant um, flowers, like and float through the air and like he brings the wind and like controls 
nature. Now he's just a baby, so he doesn't have that much control. Or like a kid, I don't really know. Um, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. And emotionally, visually, like just a wonderful. And uh, it's so awake that there's these magical beings who live in the mountains. And at the end, the head old rich dude who owns the, you know, science company um, is like, oh, I realized because I guess when he was young, he encountered a mom and a baby and the mother was like, like attacked him because she thought she was protecting her young. And he's like, oh, he like revisited his past in his mind. It was like, oh, I see now she was just protecting her baby. They're not evil. Yeah. Let them be. And you know, it was just like, that is a great kid movie, right? With magic and kindness and mm -hmm. That is, and and as you know, we love our symbolism, reeking with symbolism that that someone who's watching from a higher level is recognizing that this is being presented to them. And they're like, ah, let's see, is the human part paying attention mm -hmm. to that? Is the human part getting the emotions that are involved in that? Or are they, you know, scrolling through Instagram on their phone, right? So these seeds are planted all the time for people and they can decide on many levels whether they're going to let it seep in and germinate or not. You know, I haven't seen a movie in a couple of years, but the last one I saw was Coco, which was, you know, with the day of the dead. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, thank God. Thank God these people are here. Thank God we have, you know, happy endings, but we're also dealing with death too. Right. We're mm -hmm. also dealing with going over to the other side. Some people are invisible. Some people are not. And I'm like, um, all right. You know, we're seeing the people that are writing these things are tapping into that universal energy and they're pulling it out and they're making something creative out of it. Mm -hmm. so, and so oh, we've come yeah. a long way since Dumbo. Since Dumbo and the guys and Pinocchio and hard on beards. Well, yeah. I'm, well, there were an awful lot of, you know, evil stepmothers and stepsisters and all of that. There was so much yeah. oppression in all of those movies. Right. So, you know, there was always the somebody with more power over somebody else. And mm -hmm. you have to dig yourself out of that hole and not just live but live happily ever after yes. you had to live happily ever after you didn't unless, well, maybe if you needed a sequel, you lived happily ever after for <laughs> a little a while, time and then, <laughs> you know, you're revisited later in part two, but you got it. I think that, uh, and frozen too. I think I saw, I saw frozen and, and, oh, and Maleficent, which by far is my favorite movie of all time, Maleficent, because she learned how to save herself, right? Mm -hmm. And when you learn how to save yourself, when you learn that love comes in a bunch of different forms, it doesn't have to be some dude on a white horse. Mm -hmm. And let me Just... tell you, white horses don't stay white like that. No. They get dirty like the second you get on them, just to let you know how, how, much of an illusion you're living in okay so <laughs> but you don't you don't need anybody to save you and so the movies slowly are turning into 
collaboration, right? They're turning into um, learning how to use one's own capabilities and skills and hidden and latent abilities to get themselves out of, we'll call them challenges, right? Mm -hmm. And then move on to happily ever after, whatever that is. So, and yeah, it's just so nice that the stories that are coming out these days just so obviously show like our current already has occurred ascension in so many ways. Like those movies, you know, were one was like Dumbo and Pinocchio, the 50s or 40s or something. Yeah, they were really early. So it's not that long ago, really. Well, you know, it was not the best of times there, you know, getting out of the depression, so much oppression, so much, so many emotions that were required to be swallowed during that time, right? I mean, my mom grew up in, my mom watched the Hindenburg go down. She grew up in the depression and then, you know, she was a military wife, so she was always baking things and having and having parties and so she was kind of like the donna reed slash martha stewart of of the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and then she had really badass clothes that i stole nice. oh my god she had so many badass clothes that i stole that she wore them like for real and i wore them to the nightclubs and stuff but <laughs> <laughs> but she you know, you didn't, you didn't really talk about your emotions. Your family came first. Everybody came first before you, right? And especially as the mother, they didn't have spa days back then. They had fat farms. If you they're big, there was no hashtag self care. There was no hashtag self care. It was take care of your husband first and then your children and make sure that they have everything they need and then you can take care of you. And I, when I go to antique stores, I love to buy those books, like the almanacs or any of the like advertising books, old magazines where I can see the ads of what they, oh. of what they were telling people. This yes. is standard, this is what you should look like. The gray hair ones are the best. Right? Not the old how to please a man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How to catch a man, you know? Man, how to how to make sure that your husband is happy at all times. It's your duty. Yeah. Right. But don't ever, right? <laughs> don't ever let them see your gray hair. Yeah. I saw that in an Stay ad. Fresh, like, ladies. You gotta be kidding. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it was everything about not being you yeah it was about fitting into this standard because it was the very beginning of you know consumerism in a big way do you know why refrigerators had freezers on the top until recently no i mean nobody uses the freezer why is it on the top right yeah the reason is is that in, in the 50s and the 60s, they started to really push TV dinners. They were higher for men to reach? Well, yeah. And so they were all frozen. TV dinners were yeah. convenience food, which I loved, by the way. Oh, my God, I loved them. 
they were the best, especially the little brownie in the oh my right god. Is sometimes I couldn't wait and I had to eat it before I ate the mashed potatoes and the Salisbury steak, but you know. oh yeah. That's kids' cuisine back in the 80s and 90s. That was my jam. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it was easier for for the wife or the husband, if God forbid the wife was not there for dinner, um, to reach into the freezer and get dinner on the table for the family. And then it was only till, you know, recently in the past, what, 15 years, maybe, maybe 15, maybe 10 years, 15, that, that they switched it, that the refrigerator is on the top because we have so much more fresh food now than we ever did. Right. So just a little bit of nostalgia and pretty much useless information. <laughs> I'm full of it because lately, if, if it goes into my head, it's there. It doesn't go back out. So handy, stupid. I might have an answer for you. Okay. <laughs> so what else? Talk to me about how, what you're going to do now with, now that you're not waiting. Well, house, who says the what? waiting is done. <laughs> I still, I have a, I have an appointment tomorrow with a contractor to come. So I got to start moving. Now things are moving really fast because they have to, because they have to get bids in and, you know, mortgage approval and stuff. So for the next two weeks, that's just like me waiting patiently or impatiently. We will see for the other people to do their work, right? Yeah. And I'm asking them to do. So I'm just going to be my sweet, sunny self and be very thankful and grateful. And, you know, people are happy to do something for you if you're not an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like actual cash is not the only currency. Kindness, so. kindness goes a really, 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 really long way. And it's free. Mm hmm. And it's easy to deal out, you know. So with that said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change the subject because I, Suspense. I'm not even drinking it. I, 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 here's me who said information goes in, never comes out. Well, that one came in and it got lost. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about our next subject. And that next subject is uh, I'm currently writing an article. I'm making a video about people who hate to look at their own pictures. Absolutely. Like cannot look at their own pictures. They're like, Oh, I don't want to see that. Oh my God. I can't believe whatever. Fill in the blank. Right. They'll, they'll pull apart some, some feature of their, of their face, or they'll bring up the event that, that was taken at yeah. and, and the memories associated with that. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden that picture starts throwing itself back at you and you start self judging. And uh, last time we were talking, I got some headshots done and I went, you and I both went in there and mm -hmm. I hated every single one. I couldn't, I was like, I just wasted all this money. And you you were helpful you're like oh i like this one meaning like this is the least worst 
of all of them. That's not at all what I was saying. <laughs> well, that's how it felt to me because I couldn't, I personally couldn't find any that I liked, right? Honestly, not what I was saying. I think you look <laughs> fucking fabulous in there. No, I don't look fat. I okay. Let's say thank you first. Thank you. I may look <laughs> fucking fabulous, but I don't look like me. No, I don't think you look like you either. But you look fab, whoever Ms. Derwin is. So they, She's they, looking they good. They misspelled my name and they put they put the files under Kimberly Derwin. So we kind of had a joke that okay, it's definitely not me. The name isn't even the same. So here's me visiting. I was visiting some fucking timeline, and whoever that girl was sat in that chair and got all of these pictures taken. And then I'm sitting here trying to find one that represents the me that I am now. And it's not me. I mean, none of them are me. And so what happened is my guide said, just leave it alone. Just don't even look at the pictures. And every once in a while, I would click on the tab by accident and shit, they'd come up. And like, <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Oh, God. And all of the emotions started flooding back in like, shit, I lost all this money and crap, it doesn't look like me. And what am I doing this for? And who do you think you are to, you know, to, to get these pictures anyway, just all this stuff started raining on Ew. me. And I like, click past the tab and go. Whoa, trigger warning. Right? So a few days went by and I just stayed away from it. And then this morning, you know, when, when your higher self takes over, because all of a sudden you're like, oh, look, my hand's holding the mouse. And oh, look, it's clicking here. And you're like, what the hell was that? Right. You're, because you're the human mind, the intellect isn't involved. You're just automatic. Yeah. So up goes the tab. There's the pictures. And ha. Huh, and this download just dropped into my head. It dropped in literally like, like cement, not, not nice and gentle, fluttery butterfly drop. It was mm -hmm. like, clunk, like, ow, that hurt. I did that for real. That hurt. I'm going to have a headache tomorrow. Um, did you hear that? <laughs> that was my head. So <laughs> that's how it felt when it dropped in. And all of a sudden, I got, I got the image. And I mentioned it to you this morning is that today you are now recognizing yourself as a consciousness with a body rather than a body with a consciousness. And I'm like, I don't understand how I understand that, but I understand that. And so basically the body portion of me isn't as material in a, in a figurative and mm -hmm. way as it was before. It's a portion of me, but it's like a little finger portion of me instead of the giant all of me. Yeah. So when all of a sudden my purview changed as if like all of me wasn't just coming out of this little body and skin, it was everywhere and it could look in all directions. It could look from you know, that corner over there down at the body and see what the body was doing and look around the room. And then I could jump over here and do it. And I mean, those things have happened to me for a while, but me recognizing that everything else I'm seeing over there is also me was gigantic. Oh, uh, yeah. 
And so now they said, now look at your pictures. Now look at your pictures. Now that you are a consciousness with the body, you are way more than that thing that's sitting on that stool in that picture. And so I scrolled through them and I, all of a sudden the pictures changed for me. Like the ones what I was like, God, she looks like the, look at that resting bitch face. Right. And now it turned into, I know something you don't know, kind of a joke. Like there's a lot of me that's about to come out, but it mm-hmm. hasn't quite been allowed to do that yet. And that's what that face was to me all of a sudden, instead of, you know, you're, you're, you're full of anxiety or you suck, just boil it down to you suck. Right. Yeah. I, I, I was scrolling through the pictures today and realizing that, um, perception is obviously everything. And if there is something like my pictures that people are going through and they're like, I can't deal with this right now. Like I am not getting a solid answer as to what the next step is go put it aside because like you said in the beginning of of the broadcast it was only like a couple weeks and you were a completely different person it's it's nuts it's absolutely nuts yeah every time every time you're like oh man i've been upgraded i Got rid of so much of my shit. I'm solid. And then like two weeks go by and you're like, oh, past me. (laughs) Oh, poor thing. Did you you think that? She did the best she could. But I mean, good God. It's just lightning. We're in the lightning round now. Lightning (laughs) round. It really is. It happened so fast. And and just the whole view of all of my reality changed with that one little cement drop into my head and it wasn't expected. I wasn't asking to, you know, look at the pictures. I asked for a solution, right? I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't have to figure this out. Can someone just help me when it's time to help me? And I left it at that. And so the universe knows exactly what it's doing. All of those non-physicals that are out there surrounding you want to help you want to see you win and want to perform roles that will get you closer to where you want to be. And, you know, like you said, it's trust. It's trust. It's, it's, you know, if you start looking at your picture and you start saying, Oh, this is wrong. And this is wrong. And this is wrong. And this is wrong. But your life is going pretty damn well. Yeah. So there's a trigger for you to take a look at what, what am I holding back? What am I holding on to that needs to go? Absolutely. I mean, I've struggled with not specifically in photos, but in my body, most all my life that my body is holding me back, which is obviously symbolic of lots of things, right? Because my body can't hold enough light for me to, you know, be in that place that I'm normally in, right? So it's like, this isn't there's something, there's something wrong with this. There's something wrong with my body. I don't feel comfortable in it. I feel like it's limiting me. You know, I'm don't, I'm not skinny enough or the right body shape to wear the clothes I want. So I can't express in the way that I want. Like this body is holding me back from expressing as myself in the way I want to, or, um, 
it's getting the wrong attention from people when I want to be hidden that, you know, male attention or female attention or whatever it is. Um, I don't want that. So I'd rather hide myself and you do that by like gaining weight and all these symbolic things that we use our body for and our perception of our body or our image, so to speak. Um, you know, and it's, it's really just a mask that you wear for the world and your body and your face and your mannerisms and whatever it is, is how you are really trying to get out who you want people to see you as. Exactly. And once you start to realize that you are so much more than that, that, you know, your ego puts you into this box because it's safe for millions of different reasons, right? So your ego believes you have to have this role, you have to look this way in your photos, in your clothes, um, you know, the way you express, or else something bad is going to happen, right? So you can't be all that is, because you have to be this one very specific thing. Yeah. Or else calamity. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be snuffed out. Yeah, you'll be nothing. Like we were talking about before um, with the old movies and the old era where you were, women were only allowed to be this very specific image, right? You have to be the perfect housewife and not have gray hair and not any of these other things. Oh, dear Lord. All the protracted organs that women had that they never talked about. But yeah, sorry, I, I digressed. But I just don't understand the girdle thing. I used to see my mom's girdles, and that's the only thing I never even ventured to try on. Yeah. Why? But it's just like you have to. You're stuck with your with the body that you came in, and we know that we made a, a choice and we made a decision before we came down. I think you, um, in your hypnosis session, actually like went through that specific reasoning. Yeah. And I talked about it with mine, um, but it's just, it's, it's hard and it's still something that I'm working on, but I have for the past, I don't know, year and a half, like stopped controlling what I eat and obsessing about what my body looks like and not made that a limiting factor for my life and just been like, okay, I'm not going to worry about it if I can't fit into the thing that I want to wear um, and I go out or I go on the trip or I do the thing. And you know what? I have just as much fucking fun as I would have if I were probably more, if I were, um, you know, a 24 inch waist, like it's, I just, I mean, not that I, I want to be bigger, but I, I'm not letting the, the image limit me I'm not letting the image and what my body looks like or the photograph looks like tell me what I am because I am everything you know and you know what we were just saying instead of a body with a consciousness right where people's main focus is on their body their physical body and they I mean to an extent they'll recognize like okay here's my here here I am the representation of me right they'll they'll understand that from a physical level, right? Like, okay, here's 
my face and my body and the clothes that I wear, and this is representing me. But on the higher level, they may or may not recognize that they are creating this body that everyone is seeing based on their beliefs about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so your body is literally an illusion, right? That your consciousness has created in order to help you navigate around this plane. You need a body to navigate around this plane the way you wanted to do it. So it's literally an avatar. It's literally an avatar. Now, what you were saying about, you know, not worrying about it and that sort of thing, I did the opposite. And I totally, in the past few months, have made my butt like flat. You remember because <laughs> thank God my butt's getting flat. I mean, I'm a middle-aged woman, so of course there's all of those limitations that say when you turn a certain age, your butt gets flat. Yeah, programmed into us forever, right? Yeah. So even though I'm, you know, going past those limitations at this point, they still hang on when you go past yourself in the mirror. And so of course I'm like, oh shit, there it is. Oh shit, there it is again. And you know, I'm like, all right. Kimberly, go back. This is all, this all happened today, by the way. I mean, it feels like it's been years, but it was literally all today. Go back to being the consciousness with the body and realize that you are the one that's forming it. And by your constant recurring admonitions about your butt, every time you walk past the mirror, you're, you're perpetuating it. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we asked for a solution. Okay, well, how do I do this? How do I get my, well, I don't want, I'm not going to ask for a 30-year-old butt or a 20-year-old butt because it's, I don't think I really want to work that hard. But, <laughs> um, but what's the solution to get me to where I was a few months ago, you know, when I was doing a thousand squats at the gym? Yeah. Right? And then the solutions come to you and then you're like, oh, well, shit, now I got to exercise more. Well, you know, you're going to do something in the physical to represent the fact that you have made the commitment to make a change. Yeah. Right. So it's going to start on a higher level. I'm going to make this change. And then it's going to triple trickle down to the physical where you might do some damn squats. Right. <laughs> And not only does it help chemically and, you know, help the muscles to build up on a physical level, but it also shows you how dedicated you really are about making changes in your, in your world. Yeah. It's that choice you make every day, every time you, you know, work out or choose better foods to eat or don't obsess over, you know, having the piece of cake or the vegan ice cream or whatever, because that's part of it, too. Um, in my QHHT, um, the uh, source of all creation told me that worrying about the thing is always worse than the thing, than the thing. right? Like, don't worrying about what that, you know, the extra calories or the um, whatever thing you're not supposed to be eating, worrying about that is worse. It's, it's going to keep it there more than just fucking eating it, you know? Good job. Well, you know, as far as eating is concerned, 
I'm starting to see when I look at the world as a consciousness with the body, how it's not really nearly as important as I thought it was with respect to what our bodies really need. And so instead of going with, oh, the doctor says you should eat, you know, 30% protein and 30% carbs and, you know, da, 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 da. Instead, it's all about looking at the food that's in your refrigerator that you're, you're about to cook and say, is this what my consciousness thinks is right for my body with my set of belief systems right now? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's eating the fucking cake. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, you know what, that it doesn't matter. You're made of light anyway. You're not even solid. Eat the freaking cake. Right? Yeah. Now, if you eat the cake every single day, there's going to be that, that guilt in you, guilt, guilt, mm-hmm. anxiety, but also probably some natural guilt, which is, I know that this isn't nutritious. And it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Well, because most nutritious foods don't make you feel good, right? Most of them. I'm saying cake. Great. But cake every day. No, it doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make you feel good. So anyway, I'm excited about that. I get to do a thousand squats a week again. And someday if, if I show my butt ever, then it's going to be rounder than it is now. You got to get the cat suit ready. Booty. You know what? And everything else is ready for the cat suit. All of a sudden it's just, or just get rid of my mirrors because if I got rid of the mirrors, well, I'll tell you what I did. Um, you know, I obviously used to be obsessed with my weight. And so I would weigh myself. I never did it more than once a week. Well, sometimes I did. But um, anytime I'd be like, oh, I feel really good. I'm going to get on the scale. And then I'd get on the scale. And regardless of how I felt before I got on the scale, my mood would totally change based on what was, oh, it went down. <gasps> yes. Okay. I'm validated in my feeling good. Oh, it, it went up. Oh my God. Oh. Ruined my whole day. I was just happy. Yeah. I was just right. So, and it's just a number on the scale and it, we know it changes wildly for all sorts of reasons. Um, so a couple of years ago, I was like, Scales do nothing to add to my life. It adds literally nothing to my life. If I lose weight, my pants will fit better and I'll know I lost weight. And I don't really care what the number on the scale is. I care that my pants fit, yeah. you know, or I care how my clothes fit. Uh, I don't care about the number. All it's doing is affecting my mood. I'm a, yeah, I'm allowing it to control me. And so I got rid of it and I haven't weighed myself in years. Me neither. And then when I go to the like doctor and they weigh you, I'm just like, mm, I don't want to hear it. And like doctor scales lie. So <laughs> yeah, they so just don't really with the balance things. They're never they don't, right. they haven't been calibrated since 1950. Right. It's still the same kit. And then they do the little slide <laughs> thing on your head. And see, it just stops there. And that's a part I'd rather look at. Like, did I get taller? Or my son asked me if I get shorter. He says, I swear every time I see you, you're getting shorter. But I got taller. I I thought it was, I thought I gained like an inch from, I don't know. Because they don't always measure you when you're an adult. 
I think from like high school to like after college, I hadn't been measured in years and I grew like an inch. Perfect. Well, you know, we all want to be taller. I don't know mm -hmm. any women that don't want to be taller, but um, I grew an inch when I, when I slammed my Ducati into the brick wall in front of the Rite Aid pharmacy and broke my pelvis. So <laughs> did you get the stretch Armstrong treatment? I don't know what that is. I got basically polio. No, no, no. I got stuck. I was in the bed for three days before they operated on me. So by the time he got me in there, I'm like, you know, he's like, I'm don't say anything. I'm just going to put you back together. Okay. And I ended up an inch taller when I was done. Like they had to rearrange my crutches and all sorts of stuff. And I mean, I didn't go back and change my driver's license or anything for one inch, but, but I'm like, okay, well, that was a good $200,000 um, experiment on manifestation of making myself. Yeah. Wild. It was pretty crazy. So even the, even the physical therapists are like, what happened to you? Why are you taller? <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of cool things that happened with that thing. If you want to talk about healing, because I gave up on the medication when I got home and used uh, sound healing instead. I used 174 megahertz uh, sound healing, solfeggio frequencies, and I listened to them like eight to 10 hours a day. I mean, it's Holy not shit. like I've gotten up. <laughs> I couldn't walk. I didn't know how to walk after that. And I didn't need the pills. I didn't need it. So that was my guides because I was sitting there bitching on the couch. The guides were like, all right, get this and do this. And there were a few times there was some wine in there too. I'm like, that's probably breaking like every rule. But what it did was relax me and put me to sleep. And I'm like, all right. Shit. That is exactly when you do need wine. I mean, as long as you're not taking the drugs with it. <laughs> a little bit of wine and some 174 megahertz, baby. And that I was, I was up and walking in very quickly. I took off to Europe and walked through all sorts of places in Europe. It was fun. So we, we've both grown an inch and, and that's in the physical realm right mm -hmm. now what do you think that means symbolically because there's a reason that we grew an inch right there has to be something in us that is represented in that extra inch or we wouldn't have bothered to do it what do you think i don't know some sort of growth obviously growth when you don't think you can like you can't teach an old dog new tricks well, I was you. I'm gonna go ahead and grow an inch, and I'm I don't remember how old I was 50 something, and I was like 20. So, <laughs> oh, well, your bones are so <laughs> hollow then that doesn't count. No, but I didn't know it was just an idea, a concept. Oh, I'm 5'3, and I was like, oh, I'm 5'4. It's just a number, like on the scale, it's just a label, exactly. I don't I know. know. I wear heels all the time. I'm <laughs> five seven, five eight. Like <laughs> I can't wear heels. I'm five seven, so I I can't wear heels. Anymore. When people would like on Friday, sometimes in the office, I would wear flats, and people would look at me like, 
are you shorter? I'm like, yes, I'm not wearing heels today. And they're like, I just don't think of you as that short. <laughs> I'm not sure I've actually seen you without heels on. Maybe I'm sure. I'm sure you have. But so, but I mean, symbolically, when you grow, when you're an adult, we, we had, you and I obviously had to plan this. We had to plan this because we didn't, we didn't have this written down on our list of things to talk about, right? So this is when, you know, we're tapping, you and I are tapping into something that's giving us both information because it's supposed to go out there. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting is that the, these, these things, the subjects that we're talking about today uh, are on at top of mind for a lot of people. Mm. And that's how I kind of know when it's, when it comes out like this with you and I, we're not even tipsy. <laughs> uh, that This is something that, that people are going through and we know we're early. So we know that this is going out now. What day is October 6th right now in 2020. And we know that these are going out early, but we're planting these seeds here for you everyone and ourselves because we'll probably come back to this video and be like i don't remember saying that at all it happens all the time when i listen back <laughs> yeah all the time like, oh that's okay and we can't <laughs> even blame ourselves for being tipsy right we're just connected at this point to the wisdom that's coming through us when we allow it and allowing it means letting go of those limitations like worrying about your weight, right? Or expecting it's, that you have to take care of your family first all the time. Allowing is the new definition of tipsy. Allowing is the new definition of tipsy. Well, in a way, it's just like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Right? It's all good. That's kind of what tipsy feels like when you have exactly. saying, you know, before when you were channeling, channeling Janice, that you were like, yeah, you have a couple drinks, you're with your friends, you know, you got a nice view, you're sitting on a lawn chair, or whatever. That's like the most allowing state. You Absolutely. Yeah. Like whatever happens, whatever comes my way, I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. And so now you don't necessarily need that tipsy part, because if you can bring yourself to that state, with or without the alcohol, there's no judgment. It's just a, that I, I personally went through a, a, that period of like, I can't be a tipsy mystic if I'm not drinking. And I'm like, okay, I just put myself in a box, right? And here we have a bunch of different ways that tipsy can be defined and a bunch of different ways that you can look at your own state and determine uh is it a high frequency or is it frequency that needs to clear something out? Oh, that just totally came right out of me, baby. Yeah. That was right out of there. So, woo, we went from flat butts to planting seeds and. And I'll just say when you allow it, it comes out a lot smoother. So much smoother, so much smoother. And the allowing part. So. I've been doing, I've been doing some counseling with younger people lately, meaning, you know, in their twenties where they're way further ahead in the world than I was when I was 20. I mean, spiritually, 
like mm-hmm. awake wise, they're way more aware of their own behavior and, and their own responses to things than I was in my 20s. And so we're already starting with people who are pretty advanced there. But what they're they're saying is um, they're like, I don't know what to do. And the reason is, is that they've got parents who generally are not on the same uh, with with the same perspective that they're, yeah they're not as our children coming in you got a lot of yeah they're what we call helicopter parents helicopter parents uh, just you know asleep parents and they have expectations you're supposed to go to college you're supposed to do this da, 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 da. and they're on top of them for a lot of it. And why aren't you like your sister or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and they're like, I don't want to do any of those things. I'm not interested in those things, but I want to honor my family. And so I'm, I'm noticing that it's, it's coming in here and they have this sort of dichotomy of, I want to, I want to honor them. I want to love them, but they're batshit crazy. I heard that, (laughs) you know, they're, they're like, they don't get it. It's drama all the time with them. And then when I have to go home and see them, I have to deal with all this drama that I don't even feel like I don't identify with these people at all. So if you're one of those people that is feeling that and you have to go back and you have to uh, sit with your family and they're, they're talking fearful stuff. They're talking about, you know, COVID and all the things that are going on in this world about, Times never change and history always repeats itself. Mm-hmm. All those things that, that, that people who are stuck in a cycle continue to say, know that you might be coming home with a tiny bit of that, of that energy and make sure that you ground yourself to get, get it out because you are not required to be anybody but yourself for them. Yeah, and I um, I will also say, and I wrote about this a little bit on an Instagram post about um, the full moon, that you also have to trust that they can change. You have to trust that they can change or else you will stay stuck because your belief that people stay stuck keeps them stuck and keeps you stuck. So your perspective on them saying these things, oh my God, I can't go to my parents. They're gonna, I'm gonna have the same experience I always have when I go there where they tell me this or that or the other thing, right? Um, you have to believe, truly believe and know that they can change. And you know that because you've changed because they are you, you were the same. Right. And if you can do it, so can they. But they're having the experience and the path and the length of time that they need to have um, to be able to make those shifts. But you have to at least go in to any sort of interaction or even if you're just thinking about them with the trust and knowing that they can change. But and allow them to go at their own pace. Right. Don't need it to happen quickly and but you're knowing and you're trusting that will actually be the catalyst for their shift and if you're stuck in your life you might get unstuck too 
you know yeah. also listen to other people's perspectives just because they're it it sounds all doom and gloom or constricting or whatever there truly is when you listen to people wisdom in combining their perspective with your own and i learned that a lot in my job in my career um i always felt like i was you know stuck in this company but it's like these older people and these older ideals but like i truly like learned so much when i listened to their perspective did it their way it usually would come out with like oh okay i understand this and i think i can do it better now that i know that so don't let it all be controlling i mean some some shit's actually a good idea you know yeah, i would there's no reason you can't combine you know, old opinions and new absolutely. opinions into a, another opinion that satisfies everybody that absolutely. everybody benefits from. Yeah, just like I did with the house. It's like, okay, I see you have fear. How can I adjust my offer knowing that I don't have fear, but to make you feel comfortable? And now when mine goes, my loan goes through, they will have learned, oh, wow, this actually works maybe this is a viable option maybe i would even recommend this to you know one of my clients or something like that you know that's brilliant it's brilliant things you know change has always been scary for those of us who were told that change is bad or impossible or impossible yeah yeah and once you get to that point where you're like all right i it has to change because i don't like the way it was before Mm -hmm. This is where Earth is right now. Yeah, exactly. Earth is like, no, it does. It's not working, people. You know, history repeating itself, not a good thing. Let's do something different. Yeah. Been there, done that. Let's try something new. Exactly. And so that's where we're going is we've got those old opinions and we've got the new opinions and we're going to have to put them together into something new. Yep. So that's good shit, right? Mm-hmm. This was a, this was kind of a heavy episode today, but I think that it, a lot of it came through for me, you know, in a channel fashion because it had to get out. So everything always happens in perfect timing, including Miranda's house without the swans. But I will be looking forward to the swan wallpaper. Mm -hmm. And uh, anything else you want to say about? astrological stuff because i don't know anything about what's going on oh i mean pluto went direct i think we talked about it a little bit last time but pluto and i kind of forgot it was going and then i felt like garbage yesterday oh, and stuff pluto was direct isn't pluto the bad guy like he's the like nobody's the bad guy or something nobody's the bad guy everyone's the bad guy and the good guy all rolled into one it's called duality i don't know if you've heard of this uh <laughs> the what now um <laughs> but yeah, so Pluto is a bad guy, right? He is our fear or whoever we're projecting that onto. Um, but he's also about healing. I don't know why I'm calling him a he because it's a yin sign, so it's a she. Um, she she's is a badass woman. She is. Um, and she is the she's the healer, but she's also death and rebirth, right? So uh, there's a lot of um since it like was going backwards and when she starts moving forward again that death process starts speeding up right that oh, healing really? process 
the triggers are going to start coming and you're going to start um going through the yeah. healing the death rebirth, and the empowerment but like so it was kind of slowed and we were reversed and like looking at our old past triggers our old past fears our old past whatever um sets you off and now yeah when did this start happening because a lot of things are setting and it turned and now that it turned forward on the fourth which was sunday okay and um so now it's going forward again so you've done your review and now you can start to release those those fears that you that you re took another look at and said you know what i'm not actually afraid of them anymore i have my own power and they can't hurt me but now you have to go through that um that death process and rebirth and it's sometimes almost all the time for me very physically exhausting because it literally has to a part of you is is leaving energetically too so yes energetically that consciousness with the body even yeah if you can drill it down to you know the larger part of you and your body your body holds a lot of that energy and so absolutely so you know, that the denser stuff is is leaving is being removed from your body and it makes space for you know the lighter energy and the higher frequencies to come in but you know your body's still a body and it takes time and rest and um care for it too water water's been a big one i know that mm -hmm. absolutely water so i got myself on a three liter a day thing and it feels like crazy that's a lot of water but it feels a lot better it feels i have a lot of e even more energy than i had before which is that was a lot to begin with so if you see me bouncing off the walls that's why okay well until um until we meet again pluto's back on her way in the correct direction i mean she wasn't even a planet there for a while and then they let her back in right she doesn't give a fuck she doesn't care she's like i don't give a shit if i belong or not i'm out here <laughs> doing my thing i'm gonna fuck you up yeah. <laughs> my orbit so you can't even really know where yeah. i am at any time so i like pluto she sounds like my kind of girl all right well until next time everyone cheers cheers